Welcome back to It's Technically Romance, where we take a look at Hallmark films from our two different points of view. Mine being the sometimes cynical cinephile. And mine being the hopeless romantic. My name is Hamilton. And I'm Stephanie. And tonight we have a true doozy of an episode for you. <laughs> a true doozy. I don't know why you continue to use the word doozy. Because it's a doozy of a word. And it's very apt. <laughs> it's apt for this one. Uh, because we have our very first Fall Paul movie dating the Delaney's. Um, but is he truly a Fall Paul in this movie? I have to question. I mean, yes. So I, I took some notes here. Um, <laughs> I hope you did. I did take some notes. Uh, there are mentions of Fall in this movie. So we, we're coming closer to the Fall. Uh, uh, yes, this has been the closest uh, resembling a fall movie. There's fall cakes. There's talk of Thanksgiving and, and but Christmas. But that's the thing is there's talks of fall, but I don't know that it actually takes place in fall. It, I, it does. It does because they wouldn't be making a fall cake in the summer. They just wouldn't do that. Maybe fall is just her favorite season and that's <sighs> the cake that she wants to bake. But I'm going to go with you, your theory that it is fall. And we do have a fall Paul. Uh, and so this is the closest that we've gotten to Fall Paul. So we're just going to run with it. Well, one of our, our great listeners let us know that there was apparently a little article in Entertainment Tonight uh, saying how the fall movies wouldn't be fall at all, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> Not at all. Like, why why have your marketing be so apt for fall? You know, I mean, you look at these these marketing promos, these commercials, and I grab my cardigan, I start carving pumpkins, like... It's beautiful. And so I don't know what they're thinking, but they, they really dropped the fall ball this year. <laughs> they sure did drop the fall ball. And uh, it really made sad. Really made sad. It really made sad. <laughs> <I wasn't laughs> really made sad. It really made sad fans of us all. In the fall. I was trying to keep going with the, the I mean, we, we got there. We got there. And I, and I was laughing, so. But, uh, Stephanie. Yes, Hamilton. What did you think of dating the Delaney's? Is this a movie that It you, is a movie, it yes. It is a movie. <laughs> is this a movie that you would like to watch again? Maybe in a true fall fashion? Or maybe it's uh, just on in the background while you're, you know, um... Knitting, knitting a false sweater. Oh, I know. Or maybe you wouldn't want to see this one at all. Where where do you fall for the fall Paul dating the Delaney's? Uh, where do I fall? <laughs> uh, well, I fall for the fall Paul wow. because I've been, if you're still yeah. listening, we thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. This is very fitting because this movie had a bunch of puns, and oh, no, you're right, it did. We're not really punning right now, but we are rhyming, we're, and we're it's just as bad. Um, <laughs> But what wasn't bad and uh, what I would fall for is wow. dating the Delaney's. You'd watch this one again. I would. Yeah, if I, that wasn't clear. <laughs> if I terrible way around it. Uh, I would absolutely watch this one again. Mm -hmm. This is the one that I was most looking forward to. You know, we've been excited about it for a while since we talked to Paul. Um and 
it did not disappoint for me. I very much enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. I didn't want it to end. That's like a, a sure, you know, way to let me know that this is one that I would want to watch again. I uh, love these two together. This is my favorite movie of theirs together. Um, they had done The Last Bridesmaid, um, which was cute, but I liked this one even more. And yes, so I, I would watch, watch it again. What about you? I would I would watch this one again as well. Um, I think there was a, enough here to really to grab me. I enjoyed. There's a little bit of seriousness. There's a little bit of humor. Um, it seemed to balance those two things really well. Uh, I became invested in the characters. I wanted to see kind of what happened. Um, there's a few little little hiccups here and there, but nothing really, you know, detrimental to the film. Uh, so yeah, I would I would watch this one again. Wonderful. That means we can watch it again together. Yes. <laughs> Um, well, let me give a quick plot summary for those that haven't seen it, but I hope you have seen it um, because we're going to spoil the whole movie for you. Yeah, this is this is not a spoiler free podcast. We go <laughs> we go deep. We go deep dive character motivation, all that good stuff. We go hard. Maggie is a single mom realizing she hasn't been on a date in 20 years. So when her mom and her daughter both start dating, she decides to put herself out there. With the help of Michael, a fellow single parent, they go on pretend dates to give them practice for the real thing, only to find that pretend feels like much more and their best dating partners are actually each other. Oh, that's lovely. That's a lovely, lovely uh, plot summary there. Thank you. Um, yeah, you nailed it. I, I think that kind of sums it up. Um, do I ever not nail it? There was one. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I don't, but I remember we both looked at each other and were like, I think, I think you missed the, the mark. I'm sorry. I think Penny missed the mark on that one. Um, so we have obviously our, our two main leads. Um, I'm a huge, huge fan of Rachel Boston. Um, she's one of my favorites. I think she's in my top three for, wow. for Hallmark female leads. And, you know, she did not disappoint. I, I feel like she, she plays these roles extremely well. She, you know, like I said, this movie has a lot of humor, has a lot of heart, a lot of seriousness. Um, and she balanced everything really extraordinary. I, I loved her relationship with her daughter. Um, I loved her relationship with her, her friend. Uh, the moment of her with her daughter on the couch talking it through. And obviously, you know, Paul uh, Campbell. He's okay. Yeah, he's all right. Uh, <laughs> this one, it, it's funny to me because this one, it really felt like, you know, he got to play Paul Campbell again. You know, like he just got to run with it. How, how did you feel about everything? Yeah. Rachel and Paul are some of the greats. Obviously, you know, we're huge fans of Paul we had him on for our 100th episode, and what an honor. Um, he really is, like, the goat for us, you know, greatest of all time on Hallmark. And he always brings the funny. He always brings the sincerity um, to his performances. And, yeah, I, I felt the same way. I was really happy to see him just, I don't know. It was fun. I felt like this... It was a different role for him because it was the first time he was playing a dad, um, which didn't feel at all unbelievable. He actually is a dad. So this was my favorite of him and Rachel's. I thought that they just, I don't know what it was, especially Rachel's character playing Maggie. I, this was, this is my favorite character that she's ever played. 
my favorite all-time favorite rachel boston movie is the ice sculpture christmas one yeah mm, that is a good it one. was her first hallmark movie and yeah, it was the first one. one i ever saw her in and i've just loved it ever since every time i see it play every year like i have to watch it um she usually plays these like super bubbly perfect sort of like cookie cutter characters which is typical for hallmark but this character of maggie was a little different for her you know she's a single mom and there she's she's a little jaded which i kind of like liked seeing rachel boston play this character like she's a little cynical like you know she's just seeing this more like vulnerable side of her that isn't always maybe like super positive. Mm -hmm. Um, it just, she seemed very relatable to me. Um, so I really, I really liked this character of Maggie. Yeah. I think that's a great word. Relatable. She felt very relatable. And, um, and when she goes on these dates, I mean, 100% relatable. Uh, yeah, I think that's a wonderful word to describe her character. Yeah, she's a little maybe too nice at times, though, um, for these dates. Uh, but we'll, Ooh, we'll talk I mean, about they, that. They get absurd. I mean, they get to the point of absurdity for, for humor's sake. Um, and, man, that one guy, he is... Ooh, the uh, the wine-tasting guy. He's awesome. Oh, Steve. We'll talk about Steve. He's great. But um, I really like seeing uh, Paul play a dad, too. I don't think we got to see... You know, Maggie was obviously like the main character of the mm. movie like this wasn't one they didn't show the michael character like too often or like him having too much like time with his son was well, this dating the delaney's not dating michael okay well let's, let's talk about our let's go ahead and talk about our meet cute a, a classic head-to-head meet cute uh we haven't seen one of these in a minute but very classic the old the old noggin bump this felt a little more dangerous than the classic because that was like a pretty intense concussed bump. the concussed <laughs> noggin bump they bump heads and it is audible like you can hear the the pain that is probably happening for both of them uh but i love the line and he's like anyone ever tell you you got a hard head <laughs> it's classic classic paul but what i liked about this movie was the the me cute is that they they already know each other so i i guess i wasn't realizing that they were already like know each other they've known each other for years apparently like their kids go to the same school her Best friends. boys are friends yeah. like so at first i was worried when i heard like her daughter was going to be dating and he was a dad i was like oh no like is her daughter going to be dating his son and that might have been awkward um <laughs> like if they get together and then their children like each other that would not have been but obviously the writer knew what she was doing no we have we have a plethora of of young lads for her to choose from uh the coolest kid in school apparently is who she goes on dates with yeah the men the men in this movie minus michael are just i mean maggie's ex-husband like there are some choice words i could use for him i they went pretty like intense on that character (laughs) like to make him unlikable yeah, I mean, I, I think you have a, a really good point about some of the men in this film. They're almost like a little caricatures of like the worst possible men that you could run into. Um, and so I, I think it works for this film because I think I believe it adds to the sort of humor here. 
but normally I don't like that. Normally I like my, uh, you know, my villain type characters to have a little bit more depth to them, to have a little bit more nuance. Uh, but for this, I, I really feel like it worked, especially the uh, Steve, the, the blind date, and also um, Maggie's daughter, Emma, who's played by Zoe Christie. Um, her relationship with, with cool kid Zach was, you know, was fun. I, I, I'm a big fan of that because it's just, it's so absurd. This guy is the absolute worst. And, and yeah, and she, she just doesn't see John right in front of her eyes, you know, and that's pretty much what the Delaney women have an issue with. They don't see the good that's right there. Except for the, the mom, the, the grandma, the grandma, she knows what's up. She, she knows, knows about what that she wants ball. and she went for it yeah. and bravo to her. That's because she has the wisdom right there. <laughs> she does. I don't find that the Zach character was absurd at all because he seemed like a typical, like cool kid, teenage boy to me, which that's generally what the girls would go for, uh, at my school. Um, I've, I'm sure I've, you know, fallen prey to their charm, their charm. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> some kind of charm. You are dating um, me and I'm, I'm pretty cool. No, I, I ended up with the, you know, the nerdy. Whoa. The <laughs> Whoa. Look, I can play a mean game of foosball, skee-ball, bowling. I, you're cool in your own way. Like, I think you're very cool. You know, I ended up with like the nerdy artist that, you know, you, you don't maybe see when you're young and naive, but then when you get older and realize like, what am I thinking? This is the type of guy that Mm -hmm. you want to be with ladies. But no, I liked the different dynamics of, I wish, I wish there were more of the grandma. So like it was like the three different women generations, and I feel like they just kind of like forgot about her. Like she was more in it in the beginning. Yeah, about and then halfway it was through like, the movie, they kind of it was drop like Emma heavy. Like I feel like there was more of the daughter than even with like Maggie and Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, so that maybe like one little like critique I would give. Like I wanted more of maybe the other women, like to sort of even it out. I felt like it was really heavy on the daughter and her like at school with the boys, which was cute and interesting and I enjoyed it, but I wanted maybe some more with Maggie and Michael and then to see the, like her mom more too. Well, her mom's great. I mean, her mom has it locked in. They're hanging out there. There's no drama there, you know? So we got to focus on the real (laughs) drama, the real heart of the matter which is Maggie Michael and Emma Zach John. One of my favorite scenes was uh, when Maggie goes on a blind date. Um, uh, which one? Well, are we her, at Steve or first, are we early? The first blind date, her mom sets her oh, up. Man, come no, on, mom. Is it her mom? Yeah, I think it's yeah, her mom. It's her mom. And this guy, like, th- to me, this seemed absurd, but it was very funny. Because I can't imagine anyone being that, like, oblivious, that rude on a date. I mean, the game was on. He had to watch the game. He couldn't He couldn't leave the game. Was that what he was doing on his I, phone? I was just I assuming it was, like, some sort of game, maybe. like. A, I don't even know. But the fact that he wouldn't even acknowledge her presence when she showed up and, like, sat down. Like, that, to me, seemed unbelievable. But what was the true, like, brilliance of this scene was the waiter. And when he tells her to get out of there, yeah. when this guy goes to the restroom, I was just like, 
oh my gosh, this is perfect. And all everyone's like nodding at her like, yes, Yeah, please. he's like, we all yes, know yes. this is a blind date. You have permission to leave, which I'm like, I would have left forever ago. Like the minute he wouldn't have acknowledged me when I sat down, I would have like peaced out. I've been like, okay, I'm sorry. I forgot. I have something to do. But she um, hasn't dated in 20 years. She doesn't know. She doesn't know how this works. To me, that would give her all the more reason to be like, I haven't dated in 20 years. Like th this is not worth it. Like I'm not jumping back into this for this sort of Maggie's situation. Maggie's way too nice. Way too um, nice for that. But I loved that scene. I thought it was so funny and cute um, that, you know, the waiter and they all like rallied behind her and was just like, get out of here. Um, and I thought that was a I'm really surprised she didn't moment. ask the waiter out on a date. He was, uh, he was kind of young. Yeah. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's go ahead and, and talk a little technical, uh, if we may. You know, I did a quick little uh, TikTok, Instagram video reel, I think the kids are calling him, on, uh, on some of the preview shots we had of the film. Yeah, everyone seemed to really enjoy that, and they found it to be really helpful. When you're talking about things, people don't always know what you're talking about. Yeah. So maybe we'll make more of those videos because it got a lot of love. And so thank you guys for um, for liking that. Well, I'm just glad it's getting love because you, you guys know how I love talking about lighting and technical. So any anytime that gets love, I'm, I'm very happy. So, I mean, overall, yeah, I, I think it really did hit the marks. Um, I felt like the exterior shots, like the one I showed, were done absolutely beautiful. Uh, the interiors, uh, they were kind of hit or miss for me. Some of the interior shots didn't really work. I felt like it was just a little too high key. I felt like they were just kind of shooting light to shoot it. Um, and so some of the interiors, not, not the best. Although we do get a lot of three quarter lighting here, which as you guys know, I love that. I love it when we have some shaping on the face. Um, so we do get that. So I think overall, you know, I, I, I'm a fan. I think the outside though, the exterior shots, that's a chef kiss. Beautiful. Yeah, this movie was really fun because um, I love the movies where there's like a different, a bunch of different like locations yeah. that we get to see. Oh, so we have it. like, you know, they're at a basketball game. We have like on the different dates she goes mm. on, those different locations. We have her bakery. We have his office. We have both of like their houses. And like there was just a lot of different like locales and locations going on. And I just, I liked that. It made it like more fun and exciting. Yeah, to no, there's definitely a lot of different locations here. I, I think, you know, my, I think my biggest critique, if I had to, you know, just say something about the interiors is that, you know, don't be afraid to leave the interiors a little dark, you know? Um, I know it's a comedy, so you want to have everything bright. Uh, like the pizza parlor, the pizza parlor could have been a lot darker, you know, make it feel like a pizza parlor. I think some of the, um, I think some of the key lighting on their faces, which is a little too bright for some of those interior shots. So don't be afraid to let things go dark sometimes, you know, let, let it kind of build a little bit. Cause that is what Hallmark is known for. I mean, darkness. I mean, think, I mean, honestly though, I mean, think back to new year's resolution that was directed by Leslie Dimitriotis, just a fantastic film. Uh, but the interior lighting there, very dark. You know, if you look at the dinner scene that they have there, low lights, not not really a high key there. It's just really done well. So let let this scene be dark sometimes. Well, there you have it. Well, because that was like two years ago and I still remember that scene. <laughs> That's how much of an impact that scene left on me is that two years on, I still think about that scene sometimes. Great movie. Um, but this one also was great and it definitely was great because of the romance. Paul and Rachel have great chemistry together. This is very obvious, but 
Maggie and Michael, their characters, they, so they decide to pretend date and which already is just a, just disaster. You, you we know, we know it's going to be bad. Like her, her coworker slash friend who is awesome, by the way, I loved her character. Loved her. Uh, Devin was her, uh, character and she was so funny. She had such great, like comedic timing. And she felt real too. You know, their relationship felt real. Like I love it when friends feel like friends love, love it. Yeah. So shout out to Parmi Sihat. Uh, yes. Uh, great, great character. I loved, loved her. And she's always like stating the obvious of like basically what the audience is, is thinking as well. I love those characters. Mm -hmm. Uh, and anytime we go to her, she's doing something cool. She's like, uh, what was it? She's like biking, skateboarding. Skateboarding. Yeah. She's always out and about. Like you can tell that she's a hit person. So it's another neat way to do these phone conversations because we talk about those a lot. Um, so when you cut to someone, just don't have them sitting around at home. Have them in their element. So having her at the skate park, we know that she's a cool person right away without them saying anything. Very clever use of the old phone trick. So so Maggie and Michael agree to go on this first date. And we saw this like in the previews. They show this like little bit of scene. and But it was even better because we get like the full the full date. And I love that they their first date, he takes her to this like New Orleans cafe. I think that's like what it was called. It was like New Orleans Cafe or something like that. To Not a great eat. name. <laughs> Very original. Um, to to eat crawfish. And so I love that it starts out that he's like, she's like, where are we going? And he tells her. And then he's like trying to talk in this Cajun accent. Ooh. And Mm-mm. if you know, if you listen to the podcast, um, I haven't mentioned it in a minute, but I myself am Cajun. I am from South Louisiana um, near New Orleans, uh, which is really technically not cajun uh where i am from though is it's actually literally called cajun country but his cajun accent was not very good Uh, obviously he was not you know doing like going method or anything you know (laughs) going going method for this one two second scene that is the kind of dedication that i want to see from paul campbell yeah come on paul you um spend a year down in cajun country for a two second (laughs) scene do it for us uh, no, but it was very cute how, uh, he tried and I appreciated the effort. Um, I love that he, you know, took notes that he said he asked her son, like what, you know, she had mentioned that she loved the food mm-hmm. when they had visited Grilled his son, he said. <laughs> yeah. But I do have to say for Michael personally or any person, um, crawfish is not a great first date food. Now I would appreciate it because I love crawfish and I don't mind getting a little messy when it comes to food. But generally like first dates, you, you want to, it's more about like the conversation and like crawfish is very messy and it can, can be kind of like irritating. Like if you are not familiar with it, um, and a little gross. So I wouldn't say that it's a great first date food, um, unless you're taking me on a date, <laughs> but like a typical person probably wouldn't love it, but I love the effort and I love that they were talking about New Orleans and that they had crawfish. Now the way he peels it, they weren't fully like showing it. It was kind of like cut, cut, like, so, but from what I could tell, it did look like he was doing it correctly. Good. So, I was going to ask. I was going to ask. I don't know that. if Paul like has peeled crawfish before. He that's, seems no, like. No, that's a part of his method acting. When he, he spent a year down in New Orleans. 
that was part of his method. He seems like a very, very worldly man. So I'm sure he has been to New Orleans and he's peeled crawfish. But I wish maybe they could have like shown it a little bit more. But the crawfish itself, I don't know the food that they were actually having on the set. It looked very dark. It didn't look like there was a lot of meat in there. So we were again, we got to think about this. How many times did they do this scene? Usually whenever you have food, you know, we've talked about this on the podcast before, whenever you have food, there's, they're eating that food so much, so much for these takes. So depending on how many takes there was, who knows how many times he had to peel crawfish or, you know, what's going on there. So I'd be very curious about that. Aspect. I would have been in heaven. Give me all of the crawfish. <laughs> I could have stayed there all day doing that scene. Um, but I am, yeah, I am curious to see how they enjoyed it or if they actually were eating real crawfish. Can we talk real quick about this 11 p.m. curfew uh, <laughs> for Emma here? What Maggie, what, what's going on? What's going on? That That seems way too late for a kid. Am I just old fashioned? We are not parents, uh, but if it I had did a kid, seem they'd, really they'd be home by seven thirty. Seven thirty. Yeah, it did seem really late to me. Uh, I would say curfew latest would be like ten. But if it's like on a school night, it had to have been right. Why I mean, would you eleven? That seems really late. But Maggie, mom's out there. Let us know. Maybe we're I guess just Maggie's like a cool mom. So. Maggie's a cool mom. All right. Uh, I mean, she is a cool mom. True. True. But to to cap off the the first date. Uh, they brought out beignets for the dessert, which A++, Michael. Like, crawfish and beignets, like, this was my date. Um, but what I was very upset about was she mentions baking. And mm-hmm. then she's like, oh, let's go to my bakery. Yeah. And then I'm like, so you're not going to eat the beignets? They, they didn't they, show. They didn't show them eating them. And that's then like, they were your, like your biggest pet peeve in a movie is when they don't eat dessert. Like they is. order dessert, but they don't eat dessert. That like gets you every time. It really is. Like I'm upset about it right now. Thinking about those beignets just getting cold on the table. I mean, I really hope they took them to go and had them later. But they go to her bakery and then they just end up eating like the biggest piece of cake. Yeah, that slice. That is the kind of slice I want to see for my cake. I'm not a, I'm a pie guy. I was going to say, you don't even like I know, cake. but that kind of cake where it's like, it looks like a moist, damp cake. Give that to me <laughs> all the time. That height, I'm, I'm here for it. Sorry to all of our listeners who hate the word moist. Um, no, give me beignets over cake any day. Oh yeah, for sure. For I, sure. so that really upset me that they didn't eat the beignets, um, but in my mind, they took them to go and all as well. You know, let's, you know, real quick, because I was thinking about, you know, their their first date um, a little bit more. And, you know, one of our listeners said that, generally speaking, if an actor is married to another actor and they're in a movie together, uh, like the other film that we just did, their kisses and interactions, they don't feel genuine. There's not that awkward nervousness that you get on first dates. You know, it just feels, you know, like old hat, right? I, I love the interaction between um, Michael and Maggie here because we do get that little awkwardness. We get that nervousness. Um, it's almost... There's a lot of awkwardness. Yeah, and it's 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 almost like borderline. You, I, I don't know. I don't want to say cringe because that implies like something bad, but you, you, you feel it. You feel that sort of tension and that awkwardness inside of you, and I really appreciated that. Like They felt authentic to me. These felt like real characters 
trying to connect with one another. So bravo for that because I was I was here for it. Yeah, no, I have that in my notes too, that it felt so real. And then I loved the the awkwardness. Like you could feel the nerves. You could feel the like, ah, I don't really know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, and it was a little, I, yeah, I hear you say cringe. It wasn't cringe. Maybe it was a little uncomfy, but like in a cute way. Like it was just like, like you said, it was awkward. Like you mm. could feel that they were out of, like they haven't done this and this is new to them and they're trying to like find their footing and I really appreciated it so wonderful performances by Paul and Rachel because Mm -hmm. they really captured this like nervousness and this like first date jitters uh feeling and it was yeah it was really fun to watch especially dealing with all their history you know and uh the sadness that they both kind of carry with them so yeah bravo for that and um, you know, I will say I loved the the FaceTime date. Uh, I was just ready to bring that it was up. A super cute date. You guys know I hate phone conversations. I hate FaceTime. This this really worked for me. This really worked for me. It was so cute, and th- what a great idea! Like this picture game they played of just like finding random things in your phone and then like talking about it. Um, I thought it was very cute, very original, and. Again, like I just loved the moments of them together and I wish there was like more of it. <laughs> I I just like this scene to me when you talk about romance, like this was one of the most romantic things. Um and again, it involves food. So so they're playing the game and like Maggie mentions that she beforehand was like, "Oh, she was hung kind of hungry and like talks about wanting this like specific Chinese food." And he's like, "Oh my gosh, if you had the wontons, like they're amazing." And she's like, "No, I really should try them." Um and then and then later, like after they they've been talking for a minute, her doorbell rings and she's like, "Oh, I got to go." And he's like, oh, "Okay." And then he's like, bon appetit. And it's late. It's like 1030 at night, 1130. And I think you even had mentioned like, oh, is he going to get her the food like earlier? And then we were like, oh, I guess not. Like they're not doing it. Um, And then as soon as he said bon appetit, like we realized like the light bulb went off. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. No, he didn't. I mean, it's amazing. Amazing. Maggie, you got to realize right there that this man is in love with you. I mean, that that to me, what a gesture. What a gesture. I mean, the thing of the movie is like, so the one thing that was a little confusing to me was that, well, I guess it's not confusing because Maggie hasn't dated in 20 years. So I guess she doesn't really know when a man is into her. I mean, but but Michael is dropping signs, hints, like what more can he do to tell you? And everyone's telling her too. It's, It's almost like she knows it, but she... She needs him to kind of, I, th- I think that's what it is. Because the more I think about this, I feel like she knows it, but she needs him to, to give him g- give her the wink, right? Yeah. She needs him to be okay with it because he has that that issue of his, uh, you know, his deceased wife. And so he really needs to be the one to let her know that he's ready by telling her he's ready. So the hints and stuff are, are nice, but she really needs that commitment from him to let her know that he's okay with it. True. Yeah. Because, I mean... Yeah, that is a big thing. And he even mentions to her that because they're both doing like the dating apps and he even makes a comment like, yeah, I'm just not ready. Like, you know, I just don't know if I'm ready. So I feel like he's 
kind of giving her like he's telling her one thing but then his actions are saying another thing um and i think they're he's like hoping she'll catch on and again they're both out of practice they're both nervous like this is a big step for them so yeah i do get it but the fact that she go starts going on dates with other men and then like tells them about it him him about it is just kind of like yeah that's rough i don't love that especially the after the the fish and everything and uh the thing I don't get is why she goes on a second date with Steve. That's that's what I don't get. I mean, that really, ah, man. I mean, yes, it's a movie, and yes, it is hilarious because Steve is an amazing man, but <laughs> I, just don't do not do that. At that point in their relationship, I think she could have turned off the app, in, in my opinion. You don't, you don't need to go on a date with Steve. Um, the Steve thing was crazy, but it was funny so i mean it was absurd like he was awful what was really awfully good (laughs) awfully (laughs) what was really crazy is after that first date which was just unbelievably awful uh with the wine like but i was cracking up laughing she's like yeah Um, it was okay and i I love her like the humor like the comedy that rachel um brought when he's like swirling the wine in his mouth and like spitting it out and she's just like following suit like oh okay i guess this is what we're supposed to do that scene had me laughing but the fact that her friend asks her how the date went after and she said she used the word okay yeah it's okay she said it was okay and i'm like okay maggie that was like Maggie, come on. That was terrible. She's, she hasn't she been on a date has really time. low expectations. If that was an okay I mean, I could be sliding into Maggie's DMs. I mean, come on. Okay? Come on, Maggie. No, if anyone's sliding into anyone's DMs, it's me into Michael's. <laughs> because this man is a dream. Yeah. And I just kept thinking, like, oh, my gosh. Like, I want to date Michael. I'm sorry, dear. But <laughs> Michael was like he was everything like he was doing all of the right things saying all of the right things and he just was like every woman's dream and i'm just like maggie come on like how do you not you're with the program how do you how do you not see this man as perfection well we haven't really talked about uh john much the lab partner uh who is played by someone who's becoming one of our our favorites on the hallmark scene riley davis Yes, you may remember him from Curious Caterer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Still waiting he, for my, my second one. Still waiting for my he, second movie. He played Mason, who we spoke highly of uh, when, we, when we talked about him with Andrew. And yeah, absolutely great. I, I almost didn't recognize him in this movie. Oh, you got him. I couldn't believe it. Uh, but when I saw on the IMDb that it was him, I was like, oh my gosh, I knew he looked familiar. <laughs> so yeah, great character. He did great in this movie and very charming. And I thought it was really sweet. Obviously, we knew him and Emma would get mm-hmm. together. But I like to see that journey of theirs. We haven't talked about Cake's very much pineapple pineapple upside down cakes oh man baking we need to talk a little bit more about that the baking so i do love a good baking movie i enjoy baking in my own life and i love eating baked goods uh so i love that maggie had a little bakery and that she loved watching this baking show which the name of the show was a little a little much for me. Make it, bake it, cake it? Yeah. <laughs> was that it? Cake it, bake it, make it? Something like that. And they said it a lot. And every time they said it, I was like, that is a terrible name <laughs> for a TV show. Uh, just every time they said it, make it, bake it, cake it. Like, it was just a lot. But 
that storyline was kind of like meh for me. So like I enjoyed it, but I don't know that it was necessary. Yeah. It didn't really like add anything to the movie for me. Yeah, because like, she'd already really been making it because she was going to open up her second one. So yeah. she's already doing well. Uh, so yeah, you're absolutely right. I don't know if it was, it was yeah. definitely needed. It I don't really know. Spice, there were, there were no like stakes for it. Like it was like, oh, she's just going to be on this show. Yeah. I think the only thing that it brought was like, he was helping her with it because he was like in PR. And we got that cute scene of her practicing with him and stuff. And yeah, no, it was cute because it allowed for more time with them together. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's where that part came from. But other than that, though, when she does actually go on the show, like, it was so adorable the way she was on it, like, yeah. waving to the camera. Like, she kept waving. I, and I, I love that wave. That wave is the cutest wave. It was so cute and so, like, real. Like, I was like, that is totally something I would do, like, if I was on camera. Like, I wouldn't know what to do with myself, so I would just, like, keep waving. Um, again, relatable, Maggie. Mm-hmm. But you mentioned the pineapple upside down cake and they talk about how she, I guess there was some poll or something. I don't know how she knew, but apparently that's like the most popular cake uh, in America. America America. is pineapple upside down cake. And they were really bashing this cake. And I don't know about you, but I enjoy pineapple upside down cake. I don't. I would not say that it's my favorite ever. No. We attempted to make one, like, not that long ago, actually. No, and it didn't turn out. And I didn't even want to make it because it's way too sweet. Way too sweet. But we tried it. It was a horrible disaster. Uh, so it's, it's <laughs> Half har- of it was horrible. So it's hard to make. It's way too sweet. It's not for me. I mean, again, I'm a pie guy. Give me a pie. I'm super happy. But when it comes to cake... A chocolate. Give me a chocolate. If when it's a made, damp, moist chocolate cake, <laughs> and I'm there. When it's made right, pineapple upside down cake can be delicious. Although and they, I enjoy it. They did say they hated pineapple and pizza. Well, and that, that's where I was going with this. So that was the one thing that I would have written out of this movie. One thing I do not like is when people shame other people. Pineapple shame. For pineapple, pineapple shame. Pineapple pizza shame. And I am a person who enjoys pineapple on my pizza. It is delicious. And, you know, if you don't like it, that's fine. But there are people that really hate pineapple on pizza. And they, like, think you are the worst person ever. I don't get it. If you don't like it. If you want pineapple, eat pineapple. If you don't, don't. I'm I'm a fan of you eating the pizza that you want to eat. So uh, one of the things I did really appreciate about this movie is, especially coming off of the last one that we saw, we didn't have any stupid conflict. You guys know, know, and I feel like I say this every time, you know how much we we don't like the act-date conflict that comes into these films. We didn't really have that in this one. It felt felt great. I, I loved it. I got to enjoy my movie and not get angry at it. How did you feel about it? Yeah, I enjoyed that too. Uh, it really... It's it, refreshing. It was refreshing and it made sense for this movie because I was like, I kept... A lot of times, like when I'm watching these movies, I'm like, what are they going to do to break them up or like make them mad at each other? Like, you know, what kind of like silly thing is going to happen? And I like that this didn't happen. It yeah. kind of was just like... To me, the like conflict was when she... So he... Oh, we didn't talk about this. So he sends her a wink. Yeah. On the dating app. And oh my God, my heart. 
Like I loved seeing this. I loved seeing the nervousness of him, like, like doing putting the phone up and down. And, yeah, yeah, like he's just like, oh god, I did it. Like oh, I know that feeling like so well. Um, and it just it it was it was fantastic. Um, so I guess the only other conflict was like when she does decide to like wink back, he's off of the app. Yeah, and so. You know, everyone's like shouting at the TV, like Maggie, like he's off because of you, you know, duh. But we didn't talk about is when they get together, uh, she goes to like teach him how to bake her like special secret salt, sweet and salty cookies, yeah. Um, which we never learn the secret, the secret. We need to know the secret, Maggie. But I'm like, is it? Salt? salt? <laughs> Some flow de sel on top of the cookies? I put salt on top of my cookies. Um, it didn't seem like that big of a deal, but apparently they were amazing. So then there's this whole blackout, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, what's more romantic than a blackout, right? Candles everywhere. <laughs> so, so they don't get to make the cookies, but another, we talked about awkwardness before. Um, I never knew like how beautiful awkwardness could be. Uh, but they, they go outside. So they're ending the quote unquote date, whatever it was. Yeah. And they're standing at their cars and you're just like, is this going to happen? They're looking at each other. You feel the tension between them. It is palpable. And it's so amazing because you're like, it's just building up inside of you and you Mm -hmm. don't know what's happening. And they're just kind of like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to go. And you're just like, oh, it just kills you. But in the best possible way. Um, And I don't think it would have made sense for them to have a a kiss right there. So I was okay with it. Um, No, it was like the only almost kiss that kind of worked. It worked for me. Them not kissing, I think, really worked out. Yeah, very rarely does it work out, but it made sense in this in this movie. Well, what didn't work out, though, in that particular scene, so there's power out everywhere, right? They have a little power outage. They're in the, the cafe, or I'm sorry, in the bakery, candles all around them. The light on their faces is way too bright for them. That's what I'm talking about, this scene in particular. So this, again... Lighting overall, good. This bothered me when the, the light's a little hot. Go back to that scene, guys. Look at that scene. Where's that light coming from on their faces? It's not from the candles. It's from some unknown light source there. So just keep that scene in mind. But it looked good, but <laughs> deep down inside, I knew something was wrong. I'm sorry. None of us were thinking about that when we were watching that Where scene. is that light source coming from? <laughs> That's all I could think about. <laughs> Man, there were some some good, thi- good things uh, romantically also with... So he do, he gives her the wink, and then there's this line where I think it's after she's on the TV show, and she's just like thanking him, like, "Oh my God, thank you so much for doing this." And he's like, "Huh, I would do anything for you." Like, and it just like uh. comes out, and you're just like, oh, "Did he just say that?" And then she's like, "Is that why you winked at me?" And I love that she brought it up because I'm like, "Is she gonna bring it yep. up?" And yep. I love that it was brought up. Well, and then we have our, our barometer, our barometer uh, gift. You know, I'm not going to be your, your barometer anymore. And um, I had a feeling that you didn't like that. No, I, th- I thought it was fine. I, it, was, it was kind of a, a different way to do things, I think. Him sort of standing up for himself and being like, look, this is who I am. I like you. Let's, let's make this work. Uh, what I didn't like, and it's going to sound crazy here, I didn't want them to kiss at the end. I, I don't think... They needed to kiss there, and I, I don't know why. I It just didn't feel right to me. I wanted, like, a, a deep embrace or maybe, like, a, a head touching. I, I don't know. It just 
I don't know about a kiss there. I, I maybe it's maybe it's just me. I, I don't know. I think it is just you. Um <laughs> Because, I mean, the speech that he gives her, it was a little aggressive, but in, like, a attractive way. Um, <laughs> where he's like, I don't want to be your barometer. And, you know, he just really tells her, like, what he doesn't want. Right. Um, it made me very emotional. I'm pretty sure I teared up. No, I definitely teared up. I think she was tearing up. Like, it's just, it was just beautiful. It was perfect. Like, He's just, you know, letting it all out there, telling her how he feels, what he wants, you know, from her and hoping that she feels the same way. And it it just, it seemed, it seemed very realistic to me. It no, seemed it very Michael. And I mean, I don't really know what she's going to do with a barometer now, but I love, I even love that she's like, oh, it's pointing to you. And like, mm. I just, I don't know. It just so made you, me very emotional. Like all that romance that you just like want and desire in life, like, was put into this like speech in this scene and it was very like classic like rom-com speech at the end and I loved it. So you you liked the kiss? I did like the kiss, but it wasn't I wanted more from the kiss cuz I only don't hate me. I rated it kindling. Because they do this thing. It's like my least favorite way to film a kiss is where they show the back of one person's head and we get like one point of view and then we switch to the other. Like, I just want like a straight on, like, I just want to see them both. How about an extreme close up? Let's get that extreme close up. Let's see those lips lock. Extreme close up. Give it like, to me. I know there's a way that you can see the kiss like better and to see them both, but it kind of just went back and forth of like, let's show the back of his head and her OTS, face kissing. OTS, yeah. And then, and then the opposite. So that's like one of my least favorites as well as the like kiss and then zoom out. Zoom so, out, yeah. Um, so kissing, they, we'll call it the kissing crane. They raise the camera. Up. The kissing yeah. crane. Um, so I didn't love how the kiss was shot, but it was sweet. And I was, I was happy that they kissed because I was like feeling all the emotion and it felt right to me. I don't think anything more would have felt right though. Like, so to me, a kindling kiss was a good place for them a right there. A kindling kiss. You know, all of their kids and family yeah. are out there. So yeah, I liked it and I, and I thought it was nice. Nice. And of course, we get to her uh, ex-husband's wedding, uh, where we continue the kiss. You know, one of those those little tricks. Uh, and there's dancing, and and everybody's happy, and and everything everything kind of works out. Yeah, I don't think we needed that flash forward. Like we, I mean, we assume. I think we got it. Yeah, we assume they're going on the date, but I didn't mind seeing more of mm. them together. And I like more kissing. Seeing, I liked seeing the little dancing. More dancing. Um, so that was cute. Uh, so yeah, this was a very fun movie. There were a lot of puns, which we didn't actually talk about. In we don't want to spoil them for you. If you um, haven't seen this movie, go watch it just for the puns. I mean, they go on. They committed. Yeah. And it was, it was fun to like, to hear them all. Like and, you, and have like the kids look at each other and be like, what is going on? The kids were very judgmental and harsh about, about her They're kids. Her they're puns. teenagers. Of course they're going to be. Um, but I thought it was really cute and i and i thought it was fun for their characters um that they could share in their love of puns together um and speaking of the puns and also just like i thought the writing was pretty witty and fun and i enjoyed it so i did want to just shout out uh jennifer barrow mm -hmm. who was the writer for this movie uh i thought it was a great story a great plot and i yeah i definitely will watch this movie again awesome Awesome. So yeah, our first Fall Paul film 
was pretty uh, pretty fallish. There was a mention of fall cakes and uh, there was a mention of fall. Um, more, I'll say this: more fall than we've had all year from Hallmark. So uh, we're gonna call this one a fall Paul. We're gonna call this one a fall movie. Uh, would I have liked to see some dead leaves and Michael in like a full on cardigan? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Could maybe, we have and maybe they, they kiss and fall back in the leaves? Sure. Why not? You know, they grill some fish. Maybe I would have liked to see it over like a bonfire sure. or something. Yeah. Maybe wearing Roasting some, some flannel. Yes. But maybe next year. Maybe. I don't know. I think Hallmark is just done with fall. I think they, they hate like, fall. We've had it. After they, they gave everything they had to Roadhouse Romance and they were just like, that's it. Like they just <laughs> threw up all the fall in that movie and they were like, that's it. We're, we're, out. we're out of leaves. We're we, out can't, of, we can't do this anymore. We're out of fall sets. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for, for listening. That was Dating the Delaney's. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed the movie as much as we did. Hope you enjoyed the podcast as much as we uh, enjoy, I was going to say, giving it to you, but really just making it for you. Talking about the movie. Talking about the movie. Um, but yeah, please make sure to to like and subscribe. Uh, and please make sure to to rate us. The ratings really, really help us out and, you know, spread the word. Um, you know, helps people people find the find the podcast, the PCAST. Yes, I actually noticed, because I hadn't checked in a while, but because I think our score shows up on our podcast now, if you do type in Hallmark, I mean, we're pretty far down the list, but we do show up. Nice. So we do show up if you are like looking We've for Hallmark podcast. You have to scroll real far down, but and it's we all are because, there. It's all because of you guys. It's yes. all because we, we don't do that. That's all you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes. Thanks so much, uh, as always, for listening. Um, and... Yeah, I think we've got one more for August, and then there's like another batch in September, which crossing our... Was this the last of the falls? No, we have the tennis one coming up. Oh, the tennis one, that's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Which I'm pretty sure we're not going to get any fall in that one. Well, tennis is a fall sport. Oh, well. So there you go. Maybe so. Mm -hmm. Here's hoping. So, yeah, thank you guys so much, and uh, looking forward to the next one. Yep, thanks.